Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with day four of our Foundations of Faith devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. And I also just want to remind you that there are many more scriptures this specific devotional mentions. So mm-hmm. this is like... Our little thing should take you deeper into God's word. Yes. But the scripture I chose is, let's go. I'm sorry. Let's go. I'm just excited about it. <laughs> Probably because it hit me in my chest. Hope it, it. Hopefully it hits you in yours. James chapter 4, verse 17. It says, remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. Wow. Should we stop there? <laughs> <laughs> Now's the perfect time to break out the worship music. <laughs> Okay, no, seriously, the devotional is titled, What is Sin? And it says this, think back to a decision you made recently that didn't honor God. Maybe in the moment, the choice felt fun, or maybe you didn't know how to say no. Maybe you just felt stuck or tired and you didn't see any alternative. We've all done things that weigh us down and make us wonder Why do I seem to do what I know is wrong? The world encourages us to follow our hearts, but our feelings can easily trick us into doing things that don't align with God's will. In scripture, sin is often used to describe actions that miss the target God has asked us to aim for, living a life centered around loving God and others. While there are universal actions that dishonor God, small acts of disobedience also pull us away from him. The Apostle James wrote that it is a sin to know what the right thing to do is and then not do it. In other words, if you know what God is asking you to do, yet you still decide to disobey him, then you're undermining God's authority in your life. Sin entices us because it is self-gratifying, but it results in eternal separation from God and others. So, how do we change? Jesus' voluntary sacrifice and separation from God led to our reconciliation with him. None of this is because we deserved it, but because God always desired it. God wants to help us change because he knew we couldn't overcome sin on our own. So if you don't know Jesus, the first step you can take to overcome sin is to invite him to transform your life. But if you already belong to Jesus, he has given you the grace, strength, and forgiveness you need to live a life that honors him. So when you make choices you later regret, Here are three practical action steps you can take. One, keep drawing near to God every day. The more time you spend with God, the more you will want to honor him and do his will. Over time, God will transform your mind and change the way you think. Two, get connected to community. The people you surround yourself with will influence the choices you make. Consider asking some people you know and admire to draw near to God with you. Three, ask God to search your heart. We can only change when we allow God to change us. 
Yeah, and asking God to search your heart is like a real thing. Mm -hmm. I think it was David who prayed that in the Psalms when he said, search me and know thy intent or search my heart, test my anxious thoughts, point out anything in me Mm -hmm. that offends you. I think that's the first place I want to start with this devotional is just accepting and embracing the authority of God mm-hmm. over our lives because yeah. he is God. Can I interject real quick? You can just absolutely from inject what you just yeah. said. In that verse, it's saying, point out anything in me, God, that offends you. you. And I feel like our culture all the time is like, Offended by God. Offended by God. And I'm like, whoa, that yeah. verse right there just flips the script completely. Yeah. So I just had to point it's that It's a out. total posture shift right yes. there. Because I know a lot of us are asking questions like, wait, did God really say that? Like, what's happening here? And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us were trying to fit our desires into God's will, mm-hmm. which, hey, like... That's hard. We all have our own desires. We all have our own wants. We all have our own dreams. It's just real. And sometimes if our life or our desired life doesn't fully align with God's will, that's really hard to reconcile it, Mm -hmm. especially when we see ourselves as even with God. Yeah. But whenever we admit that he is God and I am not, and we assume that posture of saying, I serve him. Mm-hmm. He saved me. Yeah. I am I am his servant. Yeah. I love and worship him because he yes. is good and he is worthy of my worship. It'll help us embrace those things that aren't always to our like full like goal. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of leads me to the second part about the whole idea of like missing the mark and what sin translates to in terms of missing the mark. Mm-hmm. The thing that's always helped me understand this is that whenever you hear that translation to hear to miss the mark mm-hmm. that means that you loosed an arrow you committed an action so if you with me right now imagine yourselves with a bone arrow in your arms and there's a target you know 20 yards in front of you or yeah. meters for those in other countries and you loose the arrow and not only does it not hit the bullseye it doesn't hit the target and it hits some like tree in a distant yardage away yeah so you committed an action and it it didn't achieve your desired result. And that's what we do when we sin. That's what we do when we put our, our own objectives and desires above God's will mm-hmm. is we're aiming at something yeah. and we want it to be something, but it fails to be what we actually want it to be, which is the bullseye. Yeah. And that helps me put in a picture that this is me trying to achieve something. And the way I'm going about doing it, the way yeah. I'm loosing my arrows or what I'm aimed at is actually leading to something that does not bring success. And yeah. I don't mean success like in a worldly perspective. That mean in terms of how I live my life, what I want to emulate. And so when we fully recognize that our actions will fully lead into the life that we live, you know, and it it turns into habits and it gets really practical with that. But if you want a place to start is like sit down and ask God to point out where are my actions leading me right now? Because they will show if you're hitting the target or if you're hitting a tree 20 yards away. Yeah, that's so good. And as you were just saying that, (laughs) I was thinking about two different targets. And one is the target that God has for our life. And one is a completely different target. And sometimes I think we're aiming at a life that's totally not the life that God actually has for us. And in regards to sin in general, like if you are a person out there who 
is stuck in that cycle of why do I keep doing what I don't want to do? Why do I keep finding myself in the same place in this cycle of sin and then the cycle of shame, et cetera? I really want to encourage you to just change your perspective today and look at the target a little bit differently. Don't look at the target as, okay, the day will be one if I just don't sin. I just don't sin today, then it'll be a good day. Mm-hmm. And instead, look at your day, look at that target as a godly, righteous life. What can I do today to honor God? Are my thoughts pure? Are my actions pure? How am I serving today? How am I loving on my loved ones today? How am I speaking to myself today? Mm -hmm. How can I honor God in all of these different arenas of life? And you're focused more on living a godly life and the the life that God has for you. And you're looking at it from a place of joy, knowing that the life God has for you is so much better than just not doing that sin, right? It's so much better because it's full. It's purpose driven. Mm -hmm. You'll find a different level of contentment and identity in this life that God has for you. And so look at the target different because if you miss the bullseye just a little bit, but your target is a godly righteous life, it's going to be different than if all you're focused on is I can't sin, I can't sin, I can't sin. Yeah, I actually have two thoughts based off what you're sharing. And if you're okay, I'll just piggyback and I promise this will be this will be worth your time. So the first idea is what you're talking about is like aim small, miss small, aim big, miss big. So if you're living your life saying I'm either gonna honor God or not honor God. Mm -hmm. I'm either gonna not sin or I'm going to sin. Yeah. I'm either gonna do this or do that. Well that's you're aiming really big and your chances of failure are great. Fifty percent. Yeah. 50%. Or if you aim small, then you miss small. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're aiming at a target, just like what you're saying, and you're aiming at the bullseye, but you just miss a fraction to the right, now you're on the right track. And so for us, it's not a matter of, are you going to honor God today or not? It's how will you honor God today? It's a whole different question. I love what you're saying. And then the other thing I just wanted to briefly touch on in terms of those of you who have had a more difficult life, you're absolutely out there and we know that things are difficult. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I just wanted to say in a very, very humble way is that eternity will be enough. Yeah. Eternity will be enough. We do not need to maximize our earthly pleasures and desires. We have eternity with our King where there will be no tears. There will be complete joy and just the worship of him. And that's a good thing. And so we don't need to live this life of like, Oh, I can't believe I'm missing out on that. It's like eternity will be enough for us. More than enough. I want to pray sent out. I do. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your word that lays out so much wisdom for how we can live here on earth um, every day to honor you, Father. And Lord, we know we miss the mark every single day, God. But I just pray that you would change our perspective, that we would aim differently Father, that every day we would say, how can we honor you in every single area of our life? Not just, are we going to honor you or are we going to fall into sin? But how can we honor you best? How can we magnify you best? How can we be set apart from this world today, Father? How can we obey you today, Would your Holy Spirit just reveal that to us as he leads and guides us today? Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci.